So, does anybody want to recap us on what happened last time? Aside from a lot of bad things? Yeah, we, we weren't, we're not like the most skillful, you know, maneuvers of a haunted mansion. Yeah, we found out that the skeleton we found was covered in the mushrooms, and a couple of us almost got knocked out, and the staff was trying to come find us, because the butler's definitely not actually the butler. Victoria got stabbed through the door. I didn't see anything supernatural until the very end. I tried to shoot people, but every time I... I missed. <laughs> I shot and yeah, I missed. It was real bad. Oh, yeah. Like, I our, remember that our, our track record with guns was horrible. Fire. We just had the worst dice rolls. It was fine. <laughs> and then, I think, wasn't it Capriella that found the trap door that we went down? Yeah, and I went down right before I saw this, uh, apparently this thing was clambering into the window that looked like a monster, but I didn't see it, I just fell down the hole. So you missed it turning into Deckard as we yeah. all fell down after you and landed on the staff who were shoved in sacks. We found Deckard's dead body with the, the mushrooms. D- not Deckard's. Oh, not Deckard, sorry. Deckard's not dead. Amesley? Amesley's <laughs> dead body with the mushrooms. We checked window, door, and trap door, and we're like, well, I guess it's trap door because everything else looks pretty bad. We went into the basement. We found the bodies of the actual staff. I tried to eavesdrop, but they were speaking spooky, spooky druid language. Victoria chose the very much wrong thing to wrap up her very wounded shoulder with. Yeah, yeah, your injuries kept getting, like, more infected, and we kept messing it up. Yeah. We went down this tunnel that led into this ravine that eventually deposited us out. And we had to climb up. Oh god, climbing was so hard! Why was climbing so hard? <laughs> failing! Why was it so- <laughs> Victoria basically almost died in a ditch. What was this? That, that reminded me, it was like Man of a Dan. We kept failing every QTE. Oh my god, we were just really beefing it on those rolls. And then Gabriella um, re-tended to Victoria's shoulder and might have dropped the cloth, so now I have dead people and dirt in my wound. Yeah, so it's been great. Once we got out of the ravine, we looked over the spooky book, and that's when we realized we might be a little in over our heads. Yeah, because Victoria spent an hour reading from the book and just sharing interesting tidbits, and it was not a good time for everyone else. I think I just like lost one or two sanity and everyone else lost four. Yeah, so, but, you know, we learned a lot from such a thing. Yeah. There's there's been a lot that's learned. There's been a lot that's been seen. The manor seems to have not liked you all. The building seemed to like us pretty pretty well. It's just everyone inside of the building didn't like us. I think it's a little unfair that the manor gets to decide, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the manor decided we suck shit, but I mean, we didn't really get much say in it, did we? Well, no, the manor showed us the truth. That's true, that was a little confusing, but we'll find out more, I guess. I think the building likes when you ask it nicely. That's fair. Deckard's just, the whole time, he's just, I told you it's not the house! No! (laughs) It's the it's the spirit from the tree. Damn it, Wesley! Yeah, fuck that tree. 
<laughs> fuck, fuck this house, fuck this property, let's leave. Speaking of leaving, though. Wait, wait, what do you mean, speaking of leaving? Shut the fuck up. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, right, right, after we did all that, we snuck into the garage, got in the car, and when we opened the garage, because there was all of the staff, which had clearly been replaced by spooky druid monster men. I say just put the pedal to the floor and pay for the damages later. If anyone asks, I hit a deer. These druids are going to have a bad time. Yes. So, now is the time to get away. <laughs> the horrors yes. that have erupted from the prison beneath Amesley Manor chase the party along into the night. And that's where we're about to begin. So. Boy. Wait, you just said they're going to chase us long into the... Wait, are these like T-1000s chasing us? I mean, we're going to have a bad time, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yes. A yeah. bad, bad time. Oh, right. They're going to keep missing. We haven't even left the garage yet. Oh, I know. <laughs> Deckard, you look at your watch. Oh, God damn it. Okay. It is currently 2 in the morning. We've been at this for a while. Yeah. You have been at this for a while. <laughs> it has been a long night. Decker just looks at the time and he's just, oh, son. Oh, wait a minute. It's 2 a.m. Close <laughs> to the witching hour. We gotta get the fuck out of here. No shit, Sherlock. Yeah, so what? <laughs> I don't think I care about the time. I care about those. So I just point at the staff. <laughs> I think we need to get out of here any other way. As the staff creeps closer, you all are in the car by now. I'm driving. I think we're right? each in our own cars. No, we all got into mine. We were gonna come back for our cars. Oh yeah. Exactly. Floor it, floor it, floor it, floor it, floor it, floor it. I have a skill called drive auto. May I try my skill? You may absolutely. I need a hard success to get past these guys. I got a hard success, so we're we're going. Yay! <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> Off to a great start. We're fast and furiousing this. As you floor it, you see these guys. They are standing in front of you, but none of them seem to actually want to die. To they all jump out of the way as you go forward. They can't come back and kill us later if they die today. Yeah. The wheels squeal behind you, and you hear the engine sh onto the uh, driveway, go around the bush in the center. It's kind of like a circle down onto one road that gets off the property. And you have successfully gotten out of the manor. I'm waiting for the butt, though. I'm waiting for the butt. Yeah, th I feel like there's a butt, and there's like a butler hanging off the back of our hood. <laughs> I picture Victoria like this. He's like, oh, I really hope they can't drive. I, I mean, I guess we're going to find out. Like, keep. I'm, so I, I think I established previously that Gabriella is like not a good driver, and she kind of dresses like Cruella Deville. So this is very much a driving like Cruella Deville situation, but as fast as possible. Gotcha. So old cars going like sixty miles per hour. Yeah, it's just like like there's Deckard is having flashbacks to his um to his fourth ex-wife. Oh, oh my God! There's four of them. Oh no, no. There's, there's so many more! Oh god, Deckard, you are a walking red flag. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even ask him if he had kids! Which he does. Oh my god! 
We've been a little preoccupied a with other for things. Later. Yeah, it's a surprise tool for later. <laughs> Jacob just turns to Gabrielle. <laughs> He's having a flashback. Amy, floor it! <laughs> he hangs out the window. I'm not Amy. Who? What? And I just already just like full. And I and I make sure to put, turn around and go put the gun away. Victoria braces herself long enough to put the knife back in the sheath in her boot so she doesn't stab herself with this crazy driving. Are you sure you should be driving? I, I, what choice do we have? My dog is here, by the way. He's, uh, he's fine. Boss comes in the car, I'm riding shotgun. Oh, excellent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course. I have this idea that we all thought that Deckard was riding shotgun, but no. Bosco is absolutely shotgun. <laughs> I was really hoping I was in the back seat. You can see there's a little chew toy that's attached to the glove compartment so Bosco can open it. Aww. Alright, so as you guys are driving off the property, Gabriella, do you look in the rearview mirror at all? Oh, of, of course I do. <laughs> of course you do. Alright, go ahead and roll me a sanity check. Oh no! <laughs> I've already established that Victoria's also watching behind us, unfortunately. Deckard's definitely watching behind us! Alright, so whoever's watching behind you, go ahead and roll me that sanity check. Gabriella, uh, go ahead and roll me... Oh wow. <laughs> We're fine. <laughs> Deckard got a hard success! Alright, those of you who succeed, you get one sanity loss. For you, Gabriella, who has failed that, go ahead and roll a d4, please. Oh my. Okay, so subtract three from your sanity. Alright. You continue to floor it, you kind of jump and the car veers off as you see what look to be figures in the sky floating behind you. Victoria and Deckard, you see this better as you are looking through the back. As the rain is coming down, there's not much light, but Gabriella being bad at driving, she continues to hit the brakes every now and then to avoid large potholes in the road, because what's worse than being chased than crashing in a pothole? We might find out! As they illuminate the night, you do see enough light to see these creatures flying behind you with gaunt faces and the grayish wings that seem to just be skin. No feathers, no nothing, just skin. No faces, no nothing. Just skin, wings, and a humanoid-esque shape. I knew I should have stayed home today. Can I roll... For, to see if I recognize what that might be. You may definitely try. Go ahead and roll me Confusion Mythos. And Gabriella, can I get you to roll a drive auto, please? Oh boy, I have to keep driving? Who would have thought? <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> this is, this is currently a chase scene. Oh, of course it is. Alright, regular success. Damn you, Sheila, for shitting these monsters after me! I don't know who you're talking about, but I don't think she's behind this. So as Deckard is going through a complete mental break right now, mm -hmm. we see Gabriella driving pretty successfully down the road. He managed to avoid the potholes. You're not going too, too fast. The car is very limiting. But at the same time, you are getting to a point where you are gaining distance from them. They don't seem to be able to fly too fast. That's good. 
Whatever those things are, we're far away from them. I don't like hearing anything about this. I don't like it either. Would anybody like to do anything about them? Victoria has a single knife. I'm not going through that. I like that knife. Gotcha. Deckard, would you like to redeem your um, shooting skills? <laughs> yes! You can't shoot me through the door, but can you shoot things flying at a distance? Deckard is going to try this! Don't worry, I'll protect Billy! Deckard shields Bosco! That's my. Okay. Deckard's dog's name is Billy. No, that's one of his grandsons. Oh god. <laughs> Why is that worse? <laughs> Deckard has kids. Grandson named Billy, ex wife's named Amy, and Sheila. Got it. Oh no, he's taking notes! Can I go ahead and get the... Um... <laughs> I will gladly roll, though, for it to fire. Did I need to reload first, though? I'll say once you got in the car, you reloaded. Okay, I just wanted to be fair, because I was like, yeah, I did fire quite a bit last time. It's been a minute since then. We also walked for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not going to have expected you to remember after, like, a month <laughs> how many bullets you fired. Gotcha. <laughs> That's fair. So as you fire, the bullet goes off into the night somewhere. <laughs> oh man, it's really funny to see. I like, and I always thought guns were going to be useless in Cthulhu, but like, this is really driving it home. What was that? <laughs> was that for show? Are you sure you should be firing that? Gabriella, go ahead and roll me uh, another drive auto. <laughs> Do you know how to use that? Mm. Deckard's just so embarrassed. Oh no! <laughs> what what happens? What do we? What do we? What what gets in my way? Oh no! Whoo! <laughs> that was so. Ooh, as boy. as you're driving, you hit a pothole really hard. No. <laughs> you slow down as you almost swerve off the road and into a ditch on the side. You manage to catch yourself, but you see the creatures gaining on you. You also see another car behind you. Oh, oh no. no, must go faster. Trying to catch up with you. Decker trying to shoot at the car. Alright, go ahead and roll <laughs> handgun again. Woohoo! It's a miss again! Decker's out of roll. Would you like to um, maybe push the roll, or would you like to spend any luck? So it would take 22 luck to make this a success. Oh, yeah. And you don't really know how much damage you're going to do or if you're going to, like, hit the... Nope! Deckard, wants to press this. You, you want to push the roll? Let's Alrighty. push the roll. Oh, and roll. <laughs> so tell me what you did to push this roll. Like, what did you... Did you, like, have a shot and then you decided to reline it up? Oh my god. So, the best way I can think of this is that Decker shot wild with the first one and was just, damn, recoil! And then tried it with two hands this time. I don't think you can blame the recoil anymore. Alright, so as you put your second hand on it, you have that shot lined up, your one hand out the back window. You go ahead and you put your second hand on it, but your hand is trembling and your finger just kind of like moves a little too far in and the shot goes left and 
you see it fly well you don't hear it the car is way too loud for you to hear it but it misses very badly and Deckard you feel mortified at your um, ability to shoot anything <laughs> at least there's an excuse of their bigger distance this time with the butler that was just sad <laughs> You're in a moving vehicle trying to shoot with a 20 in um, handgun. I understand in the car. Yeah. Victoria, you're supposed to be the one I like! <laughs> How dare you worse. point out my very clear and difficult time with my gun? That was out of character. That was not victorious. <laughs> Alright, we'll go ahead and retcon um, him saying that. But... Yeah. Oh, okay. Decker, just, Decker just looks at Victoria and goes, This never happened. Of course it didn't. So, so are we of the mind that the loud noises scare the monsters now? Could be. I, you know what? I Normally, I would want to say that they aren't monsters, that they are just weird bats that are happening to chase our car. But, you know, I've seen a lot of things tonight, and uh, I'll start to believe in weird giant monster bats. Good progress. All right. I need you all to roll luck. Oh. Okay. Uh. Oh. Okay. Why can I get a hard success now? I'd love to see it. Why with no guns? <laughs> oh man, my luck is low. <laughs> Your luck is very low. Yeah. So, Gabriella. Yeah? If ever it has been in your mind to vote for better roads in England, <laughs> it is now. As you're driving, you hit a pothole. And the car veers to the left, and you spin out of control, off the road. The car seems fine, you're able to get back on the road, but they are upon you at this point. Uh. Victoria and Deckard, you see this about to happen, and as it does, you brace yourselves for impact, and you guys are fine. Although, your friend Gabriella is seemingly unconscious. Got to be kidding me. I picture Victoria's like right behind Gabriella, so she's just gonna like reach around and like check for like pulse and is she breathing? Oh, I've like slammed into the wheel and I'm like out cold. She has a pulse, she is breathing. Gabriella, go ahead and roll me a constitution check. Oh boy. Mm. <laughs> also, briefly <laughs> checking that the dog's okay. Yeah, Bosco's always fine. I traded all my luck to Bosco. <laughs> For everyone at home, the dog will not die. Do not worry. The dog has more plot armor than I ever will. Still, Victoria's <laughs> gonna just reach over and check on Bosco. If Gabriella dies, the dog will not. Yeah, the, the dog gets to, like, actually retire to Cancun if Gabriella dies. This, this is why Deckard <laughs> sat behind Bosco. <laughs> Any bullets that are going for the dog will go ex <laughs> exclusively <fear>. to Deckard. <laughs> they just hard, they just hard pivot. Oh, <laughs> I, like, I'm sorry, but because Deckard's still just so out of it, I think the first thing he would do is, "Come on, Billy!" Oh and no, Deckard! Of all the times to think about your grandchildren, now it's not the time. <laughs> It goes to grab Bosco and run out of the car. Well, aside from Deckard needing to call his grandkids after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. At least send him a letter, my dude. Yeah, yeah come on. Telegram, <laughs> at least. You see the flying creature start to swarm around the car. 
Gabriella, go ahead and roll me another constitution check. Oh boy. Deckard, are you doing anything at the moment? Okay, you know what? They're gonna be flying around the car? No! <laughs> Deckard must protect his his new friends. And Gabrielle. <laughs> <laughs> By friends, he means Bosco. I know, I was gonna and... say. <laughs> <laughs> Bosco gets an honorary friend status before Gabriella does, and you're right for that. Bosco is the bestest boy. Bosco's gonna be the one that takes down the big bad in the end. That's just how it's gonna be. Bosco is like that dog in that Canadian TV show. Ends up defusing bombs and stuff. Love that for Bosco. So what are you doing, Deckard? Alright. Now is not the time for wild shots or anything. Deckard is actually now going to use his brain. Surprisingly. My first thought was he has one. <laughs> Alright. Would, would there be enough time for Deckard to make it to the trunk and pop it open? What is Gabriella going to have in her trunk? He wants to see would she have an emergency emergency road kit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I think road flares were at the time a thing. Because the idea is Deckard wants to get these creatures' attention. Are you going to draw them away? Exactly, and it's going to be Deckard that does it. There's no way in hell he's making Bosco do it. <laughs> Bosco doesn't have thumbs, so... He's actually going to hide Bosco under the car. Okay, that's bad. You could have left Bosco in the car. As you're about to get out of the car, you do see that Gabriella wakes up. <laughs> Gabriella, do you have any road flares in your trunk? I feel like I got hit with a road flare, but yeah, I should have a road kit back there. Yeah. Pop your trunk for me. Oh, yeah. I will get these creatures' attention. I pull a little lever on the... I don't know how old-timey cars work. I assume there's a lever for it. Victoria still ha has her hand on Gabrielle's shoulder to, like, help steady, and so she doesn't flop all the way for her. Oh. Are they... Gabriella, your head is ringing. Okay, I think they're probably catching up by now. And you look up and you see, um, these flying creatures ah! above you. Jeez. Oh, those aren't bats. Be calm. But I need you to just hide. Like that plan. But where? Try to hide within the trees. Okay. Use what's around us, our surroundings, to hide yourself. I will do my best to try to find you again. I can't see in the dark. As you're talking, Deckard, one of them slams its hands into the glass of the dashboard. Ah! <clears throat> nope. No more time. I will go. Deckard runs out of the car and tries to make it for the trunk of the car. Okay, I had popped it, so hopefully... Go ahead and roll decks. Oh. Wow, why is that higher than my guns? Ah, I'm using some luck. I'm using some luck. Okay. I'm using some luck. Using I'm some going luck. to use nine. I'm going to use nine points of luck. Because I need this to succeed. Also, since there's a hand that has slammed through the glass near Victoria, I'm assuming, because I think Deckard was still in the back. Mm hmm Can I try and stab it? You may absolutely try and stab it. Go ahead and roll a brawl. I don't quite stab it. <laughs> I miss. 
as you reach to stab this hand that's just kind of reaching in, trying to grab at you, you see Bosco just like completely deflecting it. Nice. You see it trying to grab for Gabriella now, and you take this opportunity as it like grabs her by the shirt to try and stab it in this. Alright, so if the creepy hand has grabbed me and really built for investigation way more than I'm built for any kind of violence. Go ahead and roll me a strength check and try and break out. Sure. Let's give that a shot. Oh, nope. I'm going to use uh, some luck because I really don't like to be uh, in this predicament. Monster handled. So I'm going to use six luck. As you feel kind of hopeless, you see the creature get slammed by another one who's trying to grab at whatever's inside this car too and it loosens up just enough to where you can break out and you get out of the car as these two creatures just start fighting okay 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 victoria's also going to stumble out because nope yeah i i guess i'm gonna go towards the tree line since that's what deckard's plan for us specifically was all right as you guys get out of the car and you head towards the tree line you see these creatures continue to fight, and you see a few more of them join into this brawl that's going on. Although one of them seems a bit bigger than the rest, he starts to follow you. Mm-hmm. And as Victoria's running, she's gonna kind of split off from Gabrielle a, a bit, so like we're going in the same direction, but we're not like clubbed together. Fine by me. Deckard, as it's chasing after Gabriella and Victoria, well, Bosco. You see this roadside repair kit mm-hmm. in the trunk. Perfect. And their creatures are, are still fighting about in the car, you say? More or less. They're, they're kind of like, wait a minute. We're smarter than this. <laughs> oh, oh. They, they look at you as you pull out this flare and a flare gun. Oh. Mm, I'm, I'm like a kid in a candy store. And Deckard's got the biggest smile on his face now. As he's going to do the flare, to do the, he runs over to the gas tank and throws the flare into it, and just starts off, takes off running in the opposite <laughs> direction of Victoria and Gabriella. It's time for you to get a little toasted now. Well, as this happens, Gabriella, I hope you have insurance on that car. Oh, yeah, I do, but it's gonna be really hard to explain what the hell happened to my car. <laughs> Some dumb kid decided to shove a firework in there. Frank gone wrong, not your fault. As the flare lights and it goes straight into the gas tank. Oh. Deckard, you run and you run. Go ahead and roll me a dexterity check. Yes, gladly. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> success! You get one action hero moment as a treat. <laughs> Deckard, sunglasses drop down on Deckard as he just calmly walks. If only that 15 out of 35 would work for your um, handgun. Why, Why can't I get it for the- Oh, the problems we could have solved if we had the ability to shoot a gun. But then we wouldn't have been able to blow them, most of them up in a fire explosion and probably very much distract the big one that's coming after the two of us. This plan is foolproof. This plan is coming together. I'm so happy you two took off to the tree line like I asked. So, as the car ignites, 
you see that first it's just a fire coming out of the gas tank if anybody's watching. Although I think all no. of you are kind of running. No, yeah, so you wouldn't see this, but it's really cool so I'm going to describe it anyways. <laughs> There's a fire that comes out of the gas tank which starts to get bigger and bigger until everything goes up in flames and fiery debris shoots up into the sky taking down a couple of these monsters and they start to burn and writhe and wither away. We definitely noticed this, I'm sure. We noticed the explosion. And you hear the explosion, you turn around, and since it's after the explosion, all you see is these creatures on the ground writhing in pain as they're trying to put out the fire that's on them. And then eventually they erupt into just this white powder in the air. There's still one chasing you, though. And you see the other car pull up to the burning embers of the other one. Luckily for you, if any of the people in there are human, they'll probably be blinded by the light that's produced. And since it is a cloudy night after the rain has stopped, you're probably all safe in the woods right now. From at least humans. Oh. You know. We still have the winged monster following us that the humans can probably notice. Is Victoria's continuing to sprint, and if she gets Gabrielle's attention, she'll gesture to go, so we're at least running alongside the road, so we don't get lost. Right, right, right. Even if we're in the woods. Yeah. Alright, so you guys continue running. Go ahead and roll me dexterity checks, please. Perfect. Oh, nice. Oh my goodness. Ooh, that was close. Alright, so, Gabriella, you run off like a track star. <laughs> this will be the only time. No looking back, no doing anything. This headache is not inhibiting you. It is pure adrenaline at this point. Bosco is keeping pace with you. Usually you're the one having to try and keep pace with Bosco, but Bosco seems to be struggling a little bit. Oh man, it's been a long day. Adrenaline. It's been a long day. It's past his nap time. Oh, for sure. Victoria, you are also running. You're running a bit behind... Gabriella, which you don't think is too much of a problem. She's still got her knife in her hand, so she's a little preoccupied making sure that it stays pointed away from her. Yeah, and it's not stabbing into you. Good choice. Also, I'm her shoulder has to hurt a lot by now. Oh, yeah. You would be leaving a blood trail. The next dexterity check you make, I'm going to have you roll with disadvantage. Why did I mention that? Or penalty. No, thank you for mentioning it. We're, we're going for realism here. <laughs> it has been a while since last we recorded. Realistically, we would flounder around wildly while trying to escape nightmare death poison. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. like, I, I, I don't see a world in which I would be able to handle this kind of event in a reasonable, effective manner. No, 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 not at all. No, the shock just kicks in later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The adrenaline's kind of keeping it at bay right now, but you're starting to get really tired. It is late into the night, you've been go, go, go since like 10 o'clock, and you've seen a lot of things. Alright, everybody, go ahead and roll me another dexterity check. Ooh. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> Wait, Victoria's like, bye! Wait, that's with the penalty? No, I was saying, what's, what's my penalty, though? Oh, seven. So, yeah, you're fine. 
Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. The person with the biggest penalty is the one that just boom. Bye. So, Victoria, you make it out. You run off into the night, safe-ish. You start to slow down. It's your shoulder. It's real heavy, and you turn around, and you see the big creature has stopped following you. You kind of just lay down, take a break. It's been way too long. Crouch down behind a bush next to a tree, somewhere where I can hide. Yeah. And you start to feel really sleepy. Go ahead and roll me a constitution check. Yeah, she's got like a real bad infection going on. Hey! Big on infection! Another extreme success. With that extreme success, you are able to stave off the sleepiness that's coming over you. But you start to see your friends off in the distance. And you see this creature just kind of circling over them. Now, Gabriella, Deckard, you both are running. Gabriella, you trip. You're going too fast to really be taking stock of what's around you in the dark of the night. No flashlight, no nothing. You don't see Bosco anymore. Bosco is gone. (laughs) Fall on your face. There's mud all over you. You cut your knee. It's bleeding. And you see Deckard fall down beside you. As you both look up, you see the creature circling over as you hear four voices off in the distance with flashlights coming towards you. Do I see them fall? No. They're still in the woods. You've made it out to kind of like a field. You are in country England right now. You can see the thing flying over them. Can I tell if it's like circling trying to find something or circling over something about to dive? You may roll a psychoanalysis check if you'd like. Gabriella, if you'd like to do the same. Ha! Oh boy. That's one of the things I'm good at. Alright. You both can kind of tell that this is a creature that is marking the location. Oh, oh so that they can tell. find us later. <laughs> So okay. Victoria, when she realizes this, is just going to start screaming, Over here! Over here! Help! And she's just going to start moving again, trying to draw its attention away. Also, maybe get some actual help! As you start screaming, trying to get its attention, roll me a constitution check. I don't know if I need to roll the penalty dice for that. So it's a 96. Yeah. So, as you get up to start screaming, your voice goes hoarse, your legs feel weak, and you fall over unconscious. Love us, baby, I tried. Now, Gabriella and Deckard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What are you doing with this knowledge that it is following you? Because I have the same handgun score as Deckard, so, like, it's not like this can be solved by going, you know what, fine, give it to me. <laughs> Hand it to me! You might have better dice rolls. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't trust like that. I get that. I turn to Deckard, and in a brief moment of actual vulnerability, just go, okay, so you say you've dealt with things like this before. Mm-hmm. 
What do we do about that? What's it doing right now? It's marking our location, at least. That's what it looks like. It's kind of circling, kind of pinning us. It's never flying away for very long. It's making sure we stay in its sights. Gotcha. All right. I think I have an idea. I need to get its attention to something else. And thankfully, I still have the flare gun. Good. Before Victoria passes out, do we hear her? No, she is a good distance away from you. Okay, so we don't even know where she is. Okay. No, you don't know where Bosco is, and you don't know where Victoria is. Okay, we have a flare gun. There's only one of it. And hopefully we can deal with this before any of the bigger threats get around to finding us. How can we get its attention? <sighs> Deckard stands up. He just starts to stretch a little bit. He's like, oh, God damn it. <sighs> Fucking Ainsley. I swear to God, even though you're a spirit, I w- I'm going to punch you right in the puss. Hey, Mr. Big, Ugly, Flying Creature Thing. As you yell at it, you hear this scream that's unlike anything that you've ever heard before. And Deckard, still standing triumphant and sure of what he must do, just shouts back, Yes, and that's the sound your mother made when I when I gave it to her the other night. Fuck you! And starts running. Start running after. Before Deckard takes off running, though, He's not going to say. He's going to hope Gabriella is looking at him. Mm-hmm. He'll point to her, point to him, go in that direction. Alright. Yeah, she takes off in the opposite direction. Or in the direction pointed towards, I should say, not the opposite. The last thing he just says is, he's basically just going to flash like, if he's not back in ten ticks, keep going. Okay. Oh, keep it in mind. And that's Decker's plan, is he's just going to try to take off running, so hopefully he can try to hide in the darkness there. It's like, slip out of its view. And then he'll fire the flare gun. Deckard. Mm-hmm. You fire it off. I'm not going to make you roll for the handgun. Gotcha. Roll an appearance check, please. Appearance? Mm-hmm. All right. Oh my no. god! I had 65 in appearance! Uh, turn you dice! You can always try a little harder as you see this creature staring off at Gabriella. Oh no! Seems intent on pursuing her. No! Uh uh-uh. uh. I'll make it go harder. No! No! It must come for me! <laughs> uh, so this will just make it a harder roll? Roll it again? Look at that! You succeed with a hard success. And as it's looking at Gabriella, you throw a rock at it. Yes! And it seems quite irritated with this and starts flying towards you. And as you start running, you fire off the flare and you see all the flashlights that were coming towards the both of you now seem to be focused on the direction that you're going. I think it would really just be fitting if the last thing he looks at when he sees Gabriella is he, as he does all this, he just says, Fly, you fool! <laughs> as he just takes off. I don't understand the reference! <laughs> that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> We're anachronistic as hell! So, you run off into the night. Go ahead and roll me a dexterity check. 
Happily. Eh. Alright. Whatever comes, comes. Gabriella, roll me a dexterity check. Nope. Yeah, I do need to do that, don't I? <laughs> okay. I'm fine. As long as she succeeds. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Still it's part fine. of the plan. We're fine. We're doing great. Gabriella, you get far enough away and you don't see the lights behind you anymore. Okay. You don't see anything right. chasing you. But then you hear this branch break around you. Mm. I don't have any weapons, so I ball up my fist and then turn around. Well, I have my knife, but it's not going to make much of a difference. Alright. Roll me a dodge check. Mm. Okay, that's cool. With uh, penalties, it's just dark. You don't want Oh, oh so close! I'm gonna use some luck! No! I'm gonna use some luck. Spending enough to get down to that 25? Yeah, I'm gonna spend three. As you do that, you stumble and you go down to one knee, but you don't fall to the ground and you see Bosco just like licking your face. <sighs> okay. That's well, just you. That's just you, okay. I make sure to look around again. There's no rats, nothing. No, no. Okay, I just lay on the forest floor and I hug Bosco. I'll, I'll get up later. Deckard. Mm-hmm. You keep running. You've forgotten which direction you're going. You start running back the way you came, you realize, oh, wait, no, I'm supposed to be going that way. You're giving this thing the zigzag. I have no idea where where this guy is going. It can't predict you whatsoever. I think like, I hate this man! The zig, the zag, the ziggy. <laughs> Whether intentional or not, Deckard, you become surrounded by these hooded figures. And you see above you, this creature sends down. Romeo sanity check. Sanity! Ah! <laughs> Alright. Please roll me a d4. <laughs> Two! We had a good run. Plus one, so three. Minus three, so Forty-five. You jump and you kind of like fall to the ground as this thing stands, not just stands, but towers about three heads taller, looking down. Or at least you think it's looking down. You don't see any eyes, you don't see a mountain, you just see wings. You see bipedal creature. And as it raises its claw up, you hear what sounds to be ti swa la dambre. And you go unconscious. Damn it! Gabriella, as the only conscious one. Yeah. You can choose what you want to do now. Okay. You don't know you're the only one left. Yeah, after an unspecified amount of time, I get up. I find a branch to, like, use as a walking stick to pull back out towards the road. I look like absolute shit. <laughs> and it's still dark out, so I don't... I kind of turn to Bosco. Victoria? Have you... Do you know where Victoria is? Or Deckard? Actually, maybe not Deckard. Deckard's probably <laughs> that whole Blaze of Glory cowboy thing. <laughs> Do you know where Victoria is? You hear a whimper. That's not a good sound. 
But as you guys get onto the road, you see the blazing car that you have, and you see the Rolls Royce that you saw at the mansion. Oh, is it empty? Yes. Okay. Time for some petty theft. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna do a quick spot hidden, or, or like I guess I'm just. I don't have to phrase it in mechanical terms. I'm going to look around to see if like I spot, you know, Gabriella's arm sticking out of the mud, or like a secret cultist in the trunk. Alright. I, I don't see anything. You don't see anything. Would you like to go to the car? Yeah, I'm gonna go to the car. As you get in the car, you don't see the creature in the air anymore. You don't see any cultists, and the fire of your own car has um, kind of died down. Okay. And what would you like to do? I, I'm gonna drive to the nearest town, I guess? Alright. Roll me a constitution check. Oh, it'd be a real bummer if I passed out now. You make it into town. The exhaustion doesn't gnaw at you as hard as it did Victoria, but you get there and you tell them your story, and they laugh at you and tell you to uh, get some sleep and uh, don't talk to them again. <laughs> Who did I talk to? The police. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't think Gabriella would go to the police for this. Oh, okay. Given what Gabriella's already seen, they're probably going to be fundamentally unhelpful against, you know, bats. That's fair, that's fair. So Gabriella's just going to find an inn that doesn't seem, like, super picky and just has a place where she can have a bath and then, like, lays out the, the precious few belongings that she still has, like her notebooks and everything, and is going to have to wash the outfit later, which her jacket is in shreds, so she just, like, takes that and pulls it off and goes to take a long bath before finally falling asleep and waking up around noon, hopefully. As you fall asleep, your eyes blink in, blink out, finally out. And you wake up, it's, you look at the clock, it's four o'clock. Oh, jeez. But something doesn't feel right. Boss goes whimpering in the corner. Oh, goodness. You see a hooded figure come over with a knife in hand. As you try to move and struggle to get out. Go ahead and roll me a strength check. Yeah, of course. I get up. Alright. You manage to shake off two people who seem to be holding you down. And as you leap out of bed, you see three cultists starting to All wearing robes. I wish Deckard had left me the gun. Uh, the, the coat's in tatters, and I don't have any shoes on. But I'm still in my regular clothing. Is there another exit to this room? You see the window, and you see the door. Oh god, it's, they're all three of them came in through the door, so it's gonna have to be window. <laughs> Alright, uh, Bosco, I'm really sorry we have to keep doing this. Bosco's whimpering, he's not moving. Oh gosh. I'm inching towards the window and like getting ready to build momentum to like jump out if I need to. But I do turn to them and I kind of try to get a, a, a feel for them, right? Like what, like what do they want from me specifically besides murdering me? Would you like to ask them? Sure. I I kind of collect myself a little bit and goes, okay, what's this about? I'm pretty sure you got everybody. Am I a loose end? Ti swal trame. Ti swal Use psychoanalysis to see if I get anything from their their vibe, or I guess ah, you know what? Better yet, 
I'm going to see if I can meet eyes with any of them and see if they're like in a fugue state or something. Because I might be able to break them out of a trance if they're in a trance. So explain how that works. I'm just looking to, because like, you know, when this is like tapping into my own real life, if you work around people that are in different states of mind, you can kind of look in their eyes and figure out just how like engaged they are with whatever situation they're doing. So I'm trying to see under their hoods to see if like I can tell how is this like religious fervor zeal like they're into this super 100% or are they like under a trance? They seem to be into this 100%. Alright, that's all I wanted to know. So it's okay if they get hurt because they're super duper into this. I'm gonna jump out the window. Right. It's only one story, so... As you jump out the window, the glass breaks. Yep. And you topple over a mirror that was standing right beside the window. Oh, oh. I don't like that. Why was there a mirror there? Why? I don't trust that mirror. Go ahead and roll me a dexter. So I fell into the mirror trying to run out the... No, as you were moving past it, you just kind of like knocked into it. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, I, not, yeah, I roll poorly for that, so... As you break out the window, you see the large creature waiting for you. Oh, no. It grabs you out of the air. <laughs> oh, okay. No. I guess you're real. And for the last time, you hear Ti Swa Lao Damre and you go unconscious. You have been listening to Beyond the Crumbling Veil, a Call of Cthulhu 7e actual play podcast by Styx Helix Productions, part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network changing reality one story at a time. If you enjoy the show, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or Podchaser or wherever you're listening, because it helps people find us and we appreciate it so much. Beyond the Crumbling Veil is DM'd by John Bowman of Sticks Helix Productions. Deckard Lazarus is played by Brian from Dungeons and Pop. Gabriella Slaughter is played by Ian, who you can find in actual plays near you, and is at Ian Caliente on Twitter. And Tori McGuire is played by Brianna Jean, who you can find at Brianna Jean's on Twitter. Introducing Tales of the Voidfarer. Join the spacefaring adventures of a group of misfits in this D&D 5th edition podcast inspired by the 2nd edition setting, Spelljammer. My name's Marco Astorio. My character is a Gith Yankee. My character is a Doar. Adorable little penguin people. You're Ravnus, right? Yes. And you are? It's a pleasure to meet you. My name's Luck V. Cumble. My name is Captain Valeria Rain, and welcome aboard the Voidfarer. Luckbeak, Ravnus, come on! <laughs> There's so much to see over here! Catch new episodes of Tales of the Voidfarer every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast fix. <laughs> that's funny. Wait, did you just hmm? say that's funny and not laugh, Ravnus? We really have to work on your social skills. <laughs>